Episode 45, The Mastermind Within. Hey Chainers, and welcome to another edition of Chain of Wealth. I'm your host, Dennis O'Brien. And I'm Katie Welsh. All right, Katie. So today we're going to talk about additional sources of income, such as blogging, a little bit unusual, but was something we're seeing more and more these days. Yeah, and I don't know if we're seeing it more now that we're kind of into that kind of thing, or if it's actually like something that more people are doing. But today we talked to Eric and he has actually been kind of in the blogging world for quite a while. He was listening to a podcast, following a bunch of blogs and everything for a couple of years before he decided to start his. Fantastic. And I think very often you'll see other people doing stuff and it kind of inspires you to go on and do other do more things, you know? Yeah, definitely. And I think getting to talk to other people who are blogging, especially within like the personal finance niche, it's really inspiring to me. I don't know how it is for you. Yeah, definitely. But it's really nice to kind it's like kind of getting to know your coworkers. Like we're all kind of in the same thing together. Yeah. And I think one of the cool things about blogging is it's the kind of community where you all try to help each other to get to the next stage or achieve your goals, whatever it is. So it definitely is an interesting way of sort of documenting your journey. Yeah. So and Eric also throws out a ton of really great um, resources today. He is like a huge avid reader. Um, he has a bunch of really great book recommendations on his website. Uh, a couple of his that he recommended that were my favorite were from Mitch album. Um, but yeah. Awesome. You ready to dive right into our interview? Yeah. Let's do it. Welcome to Chain of Wealth. Here's your host, Dennis, inspiring you to begin your journey of financial freedom. Hey, Chainers, and welcome to another edition of Chain of Wealth. Today, we have Eric with us. Eric is the creator behind the blog, The Mastermind Within. His blog is a collection of books, advice, and free stuff for readers to learn how to better themselves. At only 25 years old, Eric is a homeowner and striving to increase his net worth. Hi, Welcome, Eric. Eric. Hi, Dennis and Katie. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, we're glad to have you. So where did the idea for your blog come from? Yeah, so that, that goes back to... 2016, uh, I was, I was actually, it goes back a while before that, um, back in 2012, when I was still in college, I was looking at ways to build wealth and, uh, I was reading financial samurai in particular, and he always was talking about how making a blog and creating a blog was such a great idea. And then uh, just just for passive income and for building a brand, building a business online. And so that was back in 2012 when I started following him. And it wasn't until 2016 that I was like, OK, I think I think it's time now for me to, to start this. And so I was I was chatting with a friend. And we both uh, he's a good friend of mine. We read we read tons of books. We think about building wealth. We, we were working at the same company at the, at the time. And so what, you know, on the internal chat, 
we'd be IMing each other and saying, oh, what do you think about this rental property? Should we go make an offer? Should we go take a look at this? You know, what, what kind of ideas are you coming up with? And so <laughs> then I was just like, like one day I was just like, well, why don't we start a blog and we can post our book reviews and then we can monetize that with Amazon and that was that was kind of the idea and just be like we can share our personal finance tips we can talk talk about our book reviews we can talk about self-improvement and so that's where the idea came from it's so really was a that, great way to just sort of express yourself and get yourself out there about really as well right yeah and so that was at, that was uh, late it was december 2016 and so now i've been doing it over uh 13 months and um unfortunately my my friend, he, he dropped off and actually it's been good for me because now I can do it, do what I want with it. Yep. It definitely gives you a lot more flexibility when it's your own. Yeah. I can imagine like now you can, you don't have to consult anybody on what you're going to do. That means yeah. like a newfound freedom kind of. Every, mm. every executive decision is your own. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So what would you say has been your favorite blog post that you've written? So one of probably my best blog post, I'll, I'll say that, um, and it's actually a really funny story. So in May, May of 2017, I got into a bad habit where uh, I, I got really busy with other things. And so I was like, I still need to do, I still need to get my posts out and I still need to keep up with my blog because that's important to me too. And so some days before work, I would wake up at, you know, five, five thirty, and I just, whatever is on my mind at that point, I would just write it out and I would post it and then I go to work and I wouldn't think too much about it. And so my, so it, there was a day in May where I came up with the idea. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to write a joke post that is, um, basically the concept is that I don't really care about love for marriage. I just want to find a wife to reduce my taxes and that I can claim, <laughs> claim as a dependent. And like, like, like I said, like it was like five 30, I wrote it in like 45 minutes to an hour, just like hit publish. I'm like, okay, got it, got it out. And, and then like, so it's like you, you put a ton of effort into a post and it gets no views or you put, 45 minutes into a joke post and all of a sudden I got, you know, that day I got 30 comments and why I say it's my favorite and my best is that one, it was the most commented post of all time so far. Uh, it landed me on rockstar finance as well later on in the year. But two, um, uh, my girlfriend who, uh, <laughs> she and uh, we actually I'm met through sure that post. She loved that. <laughs> so she, she's a blogger. Uh, the fiery millennial herself, Gwen. So she ended up commenting on my post and she was joking around saying, well, what if I want a husband to reduce my taxes? <laughs> and so, so then we ended up uh, chatting on Twitter a little bit and she lives in the Midwest as well where I'm living. And so we ended up meeting up a couple of weeks later. I had, I had a barbecue that I invited her to. No so way. Really? It, it, it's kind of crazy how, a joke post that I wrote in 45 minutes 
landed, you know, landed me on Rockstar Finance and got me my most comments. And now I'm dating an awesome girl. So it's, it's pretty wild. That is absolutely <laughs> insane. I feel like I'm really overthinking all of my posts that I make now. <laughs> right. That's too funny. Okay. So what are your goals for the mastermind within for 2018? Yeah, it's a really interesting question. So when when you talk about goals, usually you want to think about where you're going and then like and it's more of a result that you're looking for. And sometimes and and sometimes what I've noticed is that like when I set goals based on the results, sometimes they don't necessarily get actualized. They don't, they don't they don't get realized at the end of the day. And so like um, what I did for my goals this year is I broke them down into actions, hopes, and then dreams. And so why, why I did that is that I, um, you're not going to reach your goals without actions. And so why I say that is that, yes, I could say I want to get 10,000 views a day on my blog and average that for a month. But it's like, how am I actually going to get there? Like, I can't just press a button and be like, oh, yeah, I did it. Wouldn't that be um, nice? Yeah, it would be very nice. <laughs> I'm looking to write three posts a week and stay consistent with with my posting so that the content on my site is fresh and also relevant and, and in the areas of personal development, personal finance and entrepreneurship. And then also looking to uh, make sure that my exposure and that the you know you can think of it like a like a like a river going into a, a bay. So I want to have I want to have a lot of rivers coming into my site where um, I'm doing. I, I write on Cura, so I'm looking to write ten answers a week there. Um, I'm on Pinterest, so just pinning ten pins a week just to stay consistent there. And then also performing uh, five podcast interviews. So this is my first one. So thank you. You're welcome. You can crush your one podcast off your list. Yeah, so four more to go <laughs> after this one, and then I uh, write ten guest posts, and so I'm, 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 I have one check there. Fantastic. So, yeah, like yeah. it's actually amazing the power of setting goals and just reviewing them, and you know, even if it's only like a couple of weeks later, you'll you'll be surprised if you set very attainable goals, how quickly you actually make them. And how incredibly good it feels when you can cross them off. We actually have goals for our blog and podcast. And we went through the other day and we were like, oh, maybe we should check on our goals and see how we're doing. And we knocked off a ton and we were both so excited. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. And then, yeah, so, so those are the actions. And then thinking about, uh, like I said, the hopes and the dreams bit hopes would be reaching 25,000 page views in a month. Um, right now I'm around well, this month is going to be my best one in January at about 8,000, but can I triple that this year? I, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have no idea. And, and actually setting a goal for a certain page view, uh, maybe that's going to put a ceiling on my growth where all of a sudden I'm like, well, I, I reached it. Now I can take a break. And so now it's, it's uh, again, it goes back to the actions, just three posts a day. And I mean, three posts a week and, and go from there. Yeah. I, I think it's a, it's a delicate balance between setting goals that are attainable, but then 
also realizing when you achieve those goals, you just raise the bar and, yeah, you, and you just, need to go back and revise them and set a new goal every time you do that. So mm. that way you're, you're always sort of moving forward. Do you, do you review things every, about every month and, and just check in and make sure that you're on target and then also, you know, make sure to adjust if you're not on target? Yeah, no, for, for sure. Like we've, uh, we've been keeping a, a goal list going. Um, we've broken it down to different categories as well. So like we'll have number of guest posts, number of times featured in the press, uh, mm-hmm. number of podcast downloads, total and daily. So as we sort of go about and we start hitting our targets, we will go back and revise them and, and change it. But yeah, I'd say our frequency is about once a month for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always tell people, at least like in the personal finance space, what one of my favorite quotes is by Peter Drucker, what gets measured gets managed. And so it's, yeah, once a month is, is, is great. Yeah, just the power of writing it down and sort of going back to it and holding yourself accountable actually has such a dramatic effect. I think you're eight times more likely to achieve goals if you do that versus just mm-hmm. talking about what your goals are. Definitely. So, yeah, definitely helps. So. On your site, Mastermind Within, you give away a whole bunch of free stuff. So if any of our listeners were to head over there, what can they expect to learn? I think the big one was back in December, I wanted to put a spin on the 12 days of Christmas. And so I I don't know how I did this, but I did a 12 days of personal finance. And so for, for 12 business days straight, I had a post that was similar that was you know that was similar to like one of the 12 days of christmas so for example on the seventh day it was the seven steps to financial freedom on the ninth day it was nine uh nine ways to save money on the 11th day it was 11 ways to 11 side hustles you can do in 2018 and then at the end of the 12 days i packaged it up into an ebook and so doing that requires just taking all of the all of the posts, putting them into a Word document, saving it as a PDF. And so now for free, you can get a 100-page PDF with all all uh, all 14 posts because there was an intro and uh, and a conclusion post to that. So that's one of the that's one of the freebies. And what then another cool one idea. that's very. Yeah, I was I I came I came back from FinCon, which is the financial bloggers conference, and I was like, I want to I want to do something unique. So uh, <laughs> it was it was kind of it was, it was pretty fun. I, I'm definitely happy I did it. That's awesome. It, yeah, it, yeah it, it's amazing just trying to do something unique and different out there. That's very often that can drive you a whole bunch of traffic and. Hey, you even got a, a freebie out of it, which is an awesome content upgrade for any of those pages. So technically yeah. any new visitors you get, they're incentivized to get the whole free ebook to, you know, like just buy, I'm sure you have a pop-up or something that appears on those pages at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then another one that's really popular is my, uh, is, I, I have two spreadsheets available for download. So one is a, uh, is a income statement that I use. I pull in my transactions each month from Mint, and then, and then I I don't really like the reporting that Mint provides, and so I have my own spreadsheet where I categorize everything, and then be able to view it over time. And so it goes back to 
the thought on uh, what gets measured gets managed. And so on a monthly basis, then I'm looking at my, my income, my expenses, et cetera, et cetera. And then I also have a, a automated debt destruction tool where you type in your debts and you can see the savings over time. If you put a little bit extra towards the loan, um, you can see your savings based on the uh, different methods, either paying down by the highest interest or by the highest balance. And so th those are uh, interesting uh, spreadsheets that I have out there for, uh, for free on my blog. When you said debt destruction tool, I was imagining that you had some sort of tool that could hack into the banks and just try and erase whatever debt was owed. <laughs> it doesn't even have to be the banks. If you could do it for like Fed loan, that would be great. <laughs> I think that'll be my next, uh, my next invention. How about that? Well, it, it, when, once you produce it, let us know. We'll, yeah. we'll definitely be onto that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We'll happily be affiliates. <laughs> <laughs> So you've talked Sounds about good. it a little bit um, earlier, but what has been one of your biggest blogging highs or blogging lows? Because it's, it can be quite an emotional journey when you're starting your blog and you're trying to really get things going. Yeah, it's a really interesting question. Uh, for me, I don't, I think just as me as a person, I don't try to get too high or too low. So it's, it's, I'm just rambling here now, but it's tough for me to kind of identify a high and a low. Um, going back to August and I'll start with the low first. Going back to August or September of last year, uh, I definitely was getting burnt out with the different things I was doing on the side of my day job. And so in October, I just said, you know what, I'm going to take a month off. I'm going to write. I wrote two posts that month. I wrote one at the beginning of the month as a recap of, of September. Uh, each month I do a, an income and blog traffic report. And then, and then in the middle of the month, I, I just said, I, you know, I'm taking a vacation here. I'm going to FinCon. I'm going on vacation with my family. And I, you know, I'm not posting. I just need a break. And so that was probably my low around that time. But then being able to step away from it and then come back, since November 1st, I've been able to, uh, I've been laser focused. And so, um, that's been, it's been, it was a good, it was a good thing that the low happened because then I could reprioritize and, and really, you know, figure out what I wanted, where I wanted to go with the blog. And so, yeah, I don't know what the high, I'm not sure yet. I think that probably my favorite post, that was, that was pretty good. Yeah. I mean, it really is quite a story, so you should definitely claim it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we've we've joked around because since we're both financial bloggers, it's kind of funny where there almost has to be some outreach to some uh, like I don't know love story, or whatever. I don't even know. I'm not into that stuff, but some sort of love media outlet <laughs> so that we can both get a bunch of traffic. <laughs> I love that. So you you mentioned earlier that you answer questions on Quora, so. How exactly have that been as a traffic generating tool and what can people find there? Yeah, Cure is really interesting. I found that I found it three or four years ago when I, I, I'm a Google, I'm a Google fiend. What I mean by that is that if I have a question, usually I go to Google and 
And what's and, and what Cure is, is it's a question and answer site. And so you think back 10 years ago, Yahoo Answers was the big question and answer site. And so Cure is like the big brother of, of the more mature and bigger brother of Yahoo Answers. And so what there's, there's a number of topics and uh, what people can find there is essentially you go there and you can either browse, you can follow topics, topics, you can browse questions within those topics. And um, if you want, you can answer and give advice on different topics. And so what I've chosen to do is um, I, I usually answer questions in the personal finance, self-improvement. Um, I, I post some of my book recommendations on there. Um, people ask me like, what are your, you know, what are your top three books for investing or how can I'm 30 years old? How can I become a millionaire in 15 years or you know, s s questions like that? And so then usually what I do is I, I'll, I'll write out a response and, and see how it, how it's, um, how it's received. And really it's the same thing with blogging. Like some posts, some posts, are, some answers are amazing. Some are duds, some are you know, so, so. And the traffic is now that I've built it up, I, I've been doing it for over, I've been answering questions for over a year. And so this speaks to the consistency bit that now finally, after a year of doing it, now I'm seeing uh, maybe 30 to 50 referrals a day to my blog. And so it's like, wow, like that it's actually, I mean, it's a huge platform. You like um, just recently I've hit 1 million cumulative views over the last year. And so that's, uh, I, I've built up a fair, a fair amount of followers as well. And so it's like the, the platform is quite large. And so if you can build a following, you can definitely, you can definitely drive some, some targeted and, and great traffic. And what I'll do is then I'll link to my freebies so that people can enter the email and then I can follow up with them, um, be it with my, with just saying, Hey, I got a new post or, um, I think so at some point I'm going to try and roll out more of a, a marketing email campaign. But, um, at this point it's just, you know, Hey, I got a new post, but, but having that extra kind of river into my blog, it helps. And also it's just an information site and blogging is information. And so it goes hand in hand. Um, for me, I'm not, I'm not a graphic designer. By trade, by any means, I'm I'm actually pretty bad at it, and so like Pinterest is naturally very hard for me. Whereas Cure, it's like oh, I'm already pretty good at providing information to people, and and I love giving advice, so it's like, you know, it's it's, it's a good fit. Sounds great, Chainers. We're just going to take a quick break, and then we'll dive right back into the value link round. Chainers, are you looking to get involved in cryptocurrencies? If you are, learning how to buy Bitcoin can be a great way to start. If you're interested, head over to chainofwealth.com slash Bitcoin. There you'll learn how to buy Bitcoin. And if you use the link on the page, you'll even get $10 for free, provided you finance your account with more than $100. That's chainofwealth.com slash Bitcoin to get started. Okay, so why do you think people struggle at achieving their dreams? That's a great question. Thank you. I, yeah. <laughs> so one of my favorite books and 
uh, it's not necessarily a financial book. It's more of a, a, a self-improvement book, but it can be applied to, to really anything and including personal finance. But the, the book is called The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson. And in The Slight Edge, he talks about how people naturally, they know how to be successful. But the issue is, is it's the consistency bit. And so it's like, like everyone knows how to stay in shape. You, you eat better and you, you can do some exercises like at a high level. That's really, you know, you stay active and you eat relatively well, but over time people start to, you know, and I do it too. I, I, I haven't gone to the gym in the last two weeks and my diet's been bad and I can feel it. And so, I mean, even me, I'm like, I know, I know how to be fit and I know how to be healthy, but I'm not doing it because it's just a consistency thing. It's like, um, just a couple of years ago when I was, when I was back in college and I wanted to become stronger, I set a regimen for myself. I said, I'm going to go to the gym three times a week and I'm going to eat appropriately. I'm going to mix in the appropriate nutrients and protein and fat and carb carbohydrates. And over a three month period, I was, you know, much healthier and much fitter than I was at the start. But on the flip side, if I had just went one time in the first week, two times in the second week, and then no times in the third week, like it just, it wouldn't have happened. So, so my main point is here, it's just the consistency. It's, it's waking up every day and, and working towards your goals, not, not, and just not really taking a day off. That sort of mindset is what I think, uh, is, is one of the main drivers. You know, most things can be broken down pretty simply into what, how to be successful. Uh, humans are generally just simple people. Like, I mean, simple, simple minded beings. We're capable of doing amazing, complicated things, but when you break it down, most things are pretty, pretty simple. So I think it just, again, it's it just a consistency thing. Does, does that make sense? Yeah, no, it definitely does. And when I was looking through your website, I saw all of your recommended books and I actually, I really liked a lot of them. I saw that you had a couple of books on there by Mitch Album, and mm -hmm. I love him. I think he writes such great books. But other than that, what is one of your favorite financial books that you can recommend? Yeah, I really like those books too by Mitch Album. They were they were change ups for me because I usually read nonfiction and those are yeah he he writes really vividly it's pretty yeah. pretty awesome no I read my first book from him in college and after that I was hooked <laughs> mm. <laughs> so anyway so, do you have a favorite financial book yeah and this one's interesting too because a lot of them kind of uh, meld together in my head <laughs> where they're all, they're all they all kind of have their own twist on the same answer um i read the automatic millionaire just the other week and that was a pretty that was a very good book for uh for for most for the average person trying to build wealth and so um in that one it's saying like it, it goes back to the consistency thing it's saying you save a little bit each year you start early and eventually you'll be a millionaire if you, if you, you know, if you pay yourself first, if you pay down your debts over time, if you save 10% of your income and 
yeah, it, again, just goes back to some simple disciplines that that the everyday person can can apply in their life as long as they're saving over, t- you know, saving a little bit each month and then do that for X amount of years, you will be wealthy. It's, it's, it's math. And so that was, that was a very good book. And I, and I ended up, um, I ended up getting it as a gift. So then I gifted it to someone else as well. And they've, they've went on to enjoy it as well. And so I, I, I definitely would recommend that one because it's, it's pretty simple. It's again, it's just save, save X amount of your income based on your goals. And then, you know, just stick with it. I love it how you put, it's just math. It will work. (laughs) (laughs) Well, as a math major, I probably, I definitely can go into it, but (laughs) I, uh, I try and keep it low level because it, it, sometimes it will hurt my head. (laughs) Some, Some of us appreciate that because honestly, math, like, you <laughs> yeah yeah i i'm very good at math but i recognize that people uh don't like it and so then i i usually I've, i i try and avoid it at all costs me too <laughs> <laughs> awesome eric do you have a favorite quote yes so this one comes from the miracle morning a book by hal elrod and the quote is a combination of two quotes by Jim Rohn, who's a huge self-improvement guy. But the quote is, your level of success will rarely exceed your level of personal development because success is something you attract by the person you become. And so breaking down the quote, essentially it's saying you aren't, you, you probably will not find success unless you're working on yourself, unless you're improving yourself. And so when I read that book back in November, then I said, oh, well, I want to be successful. So now, I, so now it's like based on this quote, then I need to work on myself and become better. Otherwise, I might not reach my goals. It's, it's kind of an interesting quote because it's, it, it kind of turns it on it turns it on, uh, it turns the conventional wisdom on its head, sort of. So it's, I really like it because it just, it just ties in really nicely with my consistency, um, my consistency mindset and, and personal development mindset. Eric, we've absolutely loved hanging out. Do you have any other last advice for our listeners? And then we'll say goodbye. Okay. I'm, I'm a little sad. I have to go, but I, I do. <laughs> oh, we had fun too, Eric. <laughs> uh, I think I think that with all things, it's 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 first identifying where you want to go and what makes you happiest, and then making changes in your life to to do that. So for me, what I what I try and do is look at my values and look at my purpose. And so for me, what I really enjoy doing is is uh, building things and helping others. And so if I'm doing something, if I'm performing an action that doesn't necessarily line up with building something or helping others, then I've realized that that doesn't really make me happy. And I should probably eliminate that from my, from my daily, weekly, monthly activities. If I want to, uh, you know, be happy and, and feel fulfillment in my life. And so 
that's kind of my advice is, is figure out what your purpose, what your, what your values are, and then, um, try and align your actions with those values. And, and, and I know that you'll be successful over time. Shane, as we've been hanging out, Eric from the mastermind within, you can check out his websites at the mastermindwithin.com. There's loads of free goodies and a whole bunch of interesting reads. So definitely check it out and let us know what you think. Chainers, we've absolutely loved hanging out today. If you want to continue the conversation, head over to chainofwealth.com podcast. There you can see today's episode. You can write comments on the show notes page and we'll really get back to you. That's chainofwealth.com podcast. And finally, if you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to rate and review us on the App Store. Catch you on the flip side.